The Torah content from now through Pesach has been sponsored by the Kofsky family in loving memory of Adira, who loved big ideas and asking big questions. Okay, so let, let's try to keep this up to do what I said, which is to review what we did last time. Um, uh, so, and, and that way we'll have this cumulative review going, right? So, three main ideas. Oh, and also, the more we think about them, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get new concepts. Um, oh, also, let me back up for one second. Also, the other goal, aside from reviewing, is to see how the new points fit into the sequence of the other points. Okay, so is you're saying you're acknowledging the uh, the blasphemous nature of praising God and that you need a matir. That's Ramam's idea. Then you have the idea that you um, uh, uh, the Abu Dhiram's idea that you need to recognize that you're standing before a king. And uh, and that there's a certain like trepidation that you're going to say things right that gets you into mentality, and then there's the idea we said about uh, teshuva. Okay, so hold on to the teshuva thing because I have a new insight into that. All right, the idea that that this was David asking, recognizing that he's not worthy to stand before Hashem, and that he needs to uh, to um, acknowledge that before he like asks for his uh, requests and stuff. And then we also had the idea that. Shuva and Tefillah have in common that you're and that it's a self-reflective activity. This, but Shuva, you're doing it in order to improve yourself and bring yourself closer to Hashem per se, and to like get rid of your your uh, faults and your averos. Tefillah, you're doing it for whatever we say Tefillah is about. We haven't really gone into that. Okay, then we went to Baruch, and I mentioned before, and this is going to continue to today. This disclaimer that um, all the Rishonim that we're going to use today are. Um, going to overlap in their ideas, but we're trying to get the nuances. So the main idea is Baruch is you're not blessing Hashem. You're acknowledging that he is the Makor HaBracha, that he's the source of blessing. And it's an adjective, just like Rahum does not mean you're mercying him. You're saying he is the source of mercy. Um, so to, when you say Baruch, you're saying he is the source of Bracha. And I was trying to find a raya, uh, the, uh, this Raya last time, um, not from the Adams family, um, but the, uh, the oh, so I found it in the actual sources that I compiled. Um, we'll go to the Bavaki in a second. So the Sefer Ikarin says the definition of the word bracha is Tosefis Shefa Tova, is an increase of overflow and an abundance of goodness. And then I was trying to look at this, I don't know why I didn't find it last time in the first uh in Shabbos by Bracha Lukimis Yamashvi, Ibn Ezra says Pirush Bracha Tosefis Tova is an increase of good. So, so too Radak says. Uh, so whenever you, like someone says like bracha, you should gut reaction go to Tosefis Tova, and obviously it's going to play it out in different contexts. Okay, and then the last idea we did last time was in the Rabbeinu Bachia Ben Asher in the Katakemach, he also says the Abudirim's idea of like acknowledging God as the source of bracha. Then he goes into the whole Yisodei Torah thing, and we said that what what does that have to do with bracha? Why does he have to go into this whole Yisodia Torah thing? Um, Other than it's like a fundamental idea. Um, Oops, sorry, hold on a second. The volume is low. Uh, this always happens. Yeah. Was that Tamar saying? Yeah. 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 Um, that I think we were saying that it's like an intrinsic, like a, a inherent thing that, that Hashem is a source of bracha um, as opposed to like sort of accidental. Right. It stems from his nature, so to speak, and we can't say that too much, otherwise we're going to have kafira. Uh, but like that when, let's say if I give you a blessing, so all I'm doing is distributing goods that exist, okay? 
but God is the creator Yeshme Ayin of the goods, and he's the sustainer Yeshme Ayin of you and the entire universe. So the bracha is is not accidental to his nature. It is uh, from the fact that he is Hatova Metiv. You know, Was yeah. The wall in the shadow thing? Uh, that we that we we got a side. We say it's not a side track. It's an acre. So we got main track. Um, uh, talking about that. Um, it was through him. Yeah, we went from him to the Ramam and then from the Ramam into those ideas. Yeah. So God is the source of all good, uh, and because uh, He's the source of all existence. Right, so you can be the source of all good within a system, but God is the source of all the systems and all the good and all the material and all the form and all that other stuff. Okay, so that's that was the idea of the Rabbi Okay, all right. Any questions on any of that? Okay. Oh, also, we have one more point, which is a basic point, but uh, he says, therefore, when you say a bracha to God, you're only benefiting yourself. You're not benefiting him. So what I wanted to try to do also, and I don't have an answer to this question. If you ask like the average person, what are you doing when you when you say a bracha? They'll say you're blessing God. But that's such an abhorrent notion in light of these ideas. So can we, like, if you had to characterize the activity that you're doing, what would be the smoothest way to characterize? Like in English, you could say like, I'm, you know, Yitzchak blesses Yaakov and and like, it's tempting to say I'm blessing God, but it'd be nice to come up with a different way to say it that kind of acknowledges this idea. Well, what does the other people have in there? I'm using that because if you ask the average person, yeah, I want to replace, I want to reclaim the true ideas here. You know, like, like, uh, so is there a verb or a description of the activity? What is the activity? What was that? It doesn't have to be one word. I'll give you an analogy, right? Uh, we, we talked before about tefillah, how it is a bad translation to say it's prayer, right? Because uh, you're not pr- praying means asking earnestly, right? Tefillah is you are reflecting on yourself or judging yourself in God's framework. Mm-hmm. So that is an accurate description of the activity you're doing. So I want to look for like the equivalent of that, but with bracha. Yeah, Ayala? I think I've heard you say this before, but can you say that we're recognizing that all blessing stems from God? Okay, yeah, that, that, that was what I was going to go with. And I think that's a, 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 a good description. I just feel like, Okay, I'll, I'll tell you what I'm struggling with, and there might not be a good English word for this. Like, in Hebrew, bracha is a verb. I'm being mevarech es Hashem. I would like to be able to have a unique verb for bracha in English that doesn't have to make recourse to a generic thing of recognizing. Like, like you know, this, we, it, we, everything you're saying is true. We, you're mevarech God, you're saying, I, I'm recognizing God as the source of all blessing, or I'm acknowledging God as the source of blessing. Is there like a smooth way we can say it, or do we have to like invent a new term? You know, yeah, Isaiah. I mean, maybe it's not true, but it seems like you couldn't really have a good turn because you're not doing anything. To you're not right, exactly. Yeah, that's the you're problem. Right. I know, yeah, it's possible that I'm asking for something that I can't get. Yeah, 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 Orn. You said that you're like reaffirming the the blessedness of of God. Okay, that's that. Okay, that that, that that's that's nice. You're affirming the blessedness of God. Okay. Um, now I know you don't like blessedness because that still implies oh, like, okay. Yeah. Blessedness. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, you know, but, but blessedness is the, like when we say merciful yeah. blessedness, when we say God, Rahum is merciful. You don't say brachaful. You don't say blessingful. I was gonna say it. Yeah. <laughs> blessedness. I think you're looking for the, I think you're, you're on the wrong track here. Yeah. Yeah. I Google said it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, or whatever. Something to think about. Okay. Um, yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna suggest doing it, but I want to get lost on it. No, no, no. <laughs> we're not gonna do that. No, no, we're not gonna do that. I think. No. No. Okay. Anyway. Um, I also want to make one more point about the connection of other besides Tiv Talk and uh, and this idea of bracha, which is, I think, one of the benefits of associating the idea of teshuva when you go into uh, Amidah of having other besides Tiv Talk is your teshuva is a state. Tefillah is not automatically a state that we associate to, like, uh, a molding of the self. You know, even though that's really what it is, but teshuva is something that we associate to that. So I think it's a good segue that when you say and you recognize I'm approaching God as someone who needs teshuva, segueing from there into saying the first, the vehicle that I'm about to engage in is recognizing God as the source of good. And that's how I'm changing myself. Like it's a smooth bridge from, from into Bracha. Yeah, Chaim? Yeah, I don't need verb. Okay. Um, so you're reframing. Like you're reframing your view on the good that you're that you're getting. That is definitely true. That is a good thing, also, right? Yeah, yeah. The only thing that is uh, that's true. That is true. Yeah, I'm just debating which one I like better, Ayala's or yours. Yeah. All right. It's, it's good though. This is, I, I, the important part is like to go through the thought process, try and think this out. You know, yeah. even if we can't find uh, a, a word. Word like, I, I know. I know. I know. That's what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So now let's do, uh, I have one more um, Rishon to go through for a bracha, um, which is the Sefer Chinuch, okay? So this is a, this is a doozy, okay? So the Sefer Chinuch, this is on uh, Birkas Hamazon, is where he explains the whole idea of blessing God. Now, just plain shot, or fact, basic fact, why is he explaining the idea of blessing God? Why is he reserved that for talking about it in Birkas Hamazon? It's the only Deoraisa Bracha, okay, right? According, at least according to the Rambam, and the Sefer Chinuch goes with Rambam's count. You know, the Ramban holds it, the other Bracha Deoraisas? Birkas Torah. Okay, yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay, so so here's what he says, okay? And I'm going to go ahead and read this in Hebrew, because I like Hebrew. Um, hello, he, so he says, Mishorashe uh, Mitzvah, so the root of the Mitzvah, the reason for the Mitzvah, Hagdama, okay, is a, he has a, a practice here, okay? Hello, he got Tilchadbini. Haven't I told you, my son, right? Now, uh, just, again, basic facts here. Who's his, uh, well, why is he talking about his son? He's writing to his son, right? So he wrote the Sefer Chinuch for his son and their friends. So they have something to do on Shabbos morning. Um, uh, so, which I don't know if his kid, I never knew whether his kid was like beneath Bar Mitzvah age, but he wants them to like learn the Parsha in a way that's like meaningful for them, okay? So he says, I told you, my son, in that which came before this, that to God belongs all chachma, all grandeur, all good, all wisdom, all ability, and all blessing. And all of the actions, the words of man and all of his actions for good or for bad, don't add to him and don't detract from him. Okay, which halavai, all fathers would tell their sons that, you know, and uh, we wouldn't have this generation of people who think that they're doing missiles for God. Okay, whatever. Of uh, Alkane, therefore, you need to discern, that when we say all the time in our brachos, or when we say yisbarach, which was yisbarach literally mean? May he bless himself. Okay, that's even weirder, right? 
All right. So when we say those, so that's his goal. He's going to explain that. The intent is not to add blessing to the one who doesn't need anything, who doesn't need any addition, God forbid. He's, he's uh, the Lord of everything. All brachos he, he, uh, he produces and makes out of nothing. And he bestows them abundantly to the one who is worthy of God's goodly favor. Therefore, we need to search for the uh, the intention, uh, the idea, what is it? Okay, this, I don't know if this hurts anyone else. We shouldn't waste our time being involved in something that we have no understanding in at all. Okay, why should that hurt? That's most of what we do because most of us don't understand every word we're saying in the brachos. And what he's saying is like, like, like you know, the, the analogy is like this is if I told you to sit down. Okay. And uh, let's pick a language. You don't know. Let's say like Romanian. Right. And I say like, like read this. And let's say I spell it out phonetically sit here and just say, say the Romanian text for an hour each day. Right. You say, this is a waste of time, you know, but yet we are kind of doing that with brokers. I mean, hopefully we have some elementary understanding, but like, it, 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 he's, he's he's saying this is something to be ashamed of. Like this is really an Oslo Evosh Babiti Okomach Saka type thing. So he's saying, let's get down and understand what the ideas are, which is why we're we're going through this. Yeah, Warren. Doesn't that kind of go against, or at least go against the way that I typically have understood and have heard people talk about Nasev and Ishma? Okay, in in the absolute sense, you're right. We obviously have to do the missiles, even though we don't understand them. But he's saying you should not contend yourself with that. He's saying you should figure out. We say this all the time, so we should figure out what it is that we're saying. You know, um, but he's not he's not suggesting that you only do a missile when you understand it. Khalila. yeah. <laughs> yeah that reminds me of like one person I heard, you know, when I was doing to tell Joey. Yeah. That already said that people hear Nasa and Ishmael, and then they go, oh, so we got to do it without, without, you know, knowing a lot. And then yeah. they stop at the Nasa, they never get to the Nishma. Right, it's Nasa, the Nishma, right? Not Nasa, period. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. Okay, good. Okay, so so that's his uh, his his first part of his Akdama. Okay, then he says, Va'ani, okay, now this is the second Akdama. Second Akdama. Va'ani hama orer, so I'm, 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 I, when I am uh, motivated to take this up, my intent is not that my intellect can get even a drop out of the ocean of truth in, in, in the content here. Because it has already been told to me, uh, and I heard from that there are strong foundations and, uh, and wondrous Esoteric ideas. Yodium Hachme Hatora Latamidehem, Kishahim Novochim Ukshirim, and the uh the Hachme Hatora will teach them to their Tamidim when their Tamidim are understanding and kasher, and all their actions are good. So in other words, there's like a lot more here. About Rov Hefti Lahasik Bazekam Yasini Ladabirbo. He says, My desire to attain some reason. That's motivating me to talk about it. Maybe it would be better to be quiet. But but love uh, distorts the line of of, uh, of of propriety. Okay, so so the, the, here is one of these things where like the the tone is almost more important than what he's saying. Yeah, what I said is it. So the matter is uh, is explaining what the word Baruch Hashem is. 
Okay. But by extension, I think you could say that this uh, is going to be in a lot of things in tefillah, not necessarily every idea. Yeah. Okay. So, so the, 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 so first of all, in terms of just the content of what he's saying, what's his main point? Yeah. yeah, you can't fully explain it. Okay, right. But what's the what what do you get from this tone here? Oh, he really wants to definitely, right? And then that's what's motivating him to say something. And he can say something about it, right? It's not like like this is an area which is totally blocked from our knowledge. But there's I don't know if yeah, there's a tone of tremendous intellectual humility here of saying I'm just getting a little drop from the Indian. And I think that's something that we should always have, obviously. But I think this is really the um, the preface to the endeavor that we're doing here. I mean, this is really the preface when we go into Tehillim also, that like there's going to be a trap that we could fall into where, especially if we review this every time, where like you end up in this thing where, yeah, means the Ramam's idea and like Shuva and like, you know, and like asking him for permission, you know, and then you just go in and you plug in all the ideas. We got to realize like there we're just scratching the surface and like there's a lot here and you should never let yourself get to this complacent state where you you think you understand the words that you're saying. It's Fila. Really, it's like, and it's like again, this is true of all Chach but it is like infinitely deep and you're just getting a little bit and if you have that intellectual mentality uh humility when you investigate the area and when you dive in it'll open you up to more and more uh understandings like as you go you know so that's he felt the need to say this i really should have said this like two and a half years ago before i started the tefillah year but whatever barely than ever right <laughs> yeah okay all right so now he finally tells us the idea okay um yadua hadaver oh and also just a spoiler alert here the reason why I asked you what verb you could use for bracha um, is important because I think he's going to give us a second concept of what we're doing when we say a bracha. Okay, so just be on the lookout for that. He's going to he's going to repeat the idea also. But he's going to give us a, a completely new idea also. Yedua hadaver mufursam. It is known and and well uh, widely known. It's known that God uh, brings him to existence everything that exists. And he created man and caused him to rule over the earth and everything that's in it. One of his gods, uh, Midos, and you notice how I translate Midos uh, modes of conduct uh, because um, that's really what we mean when we say Midos Baruch God doesn't have character traits. He has um, modes of conduct, ways of relating to us. Um, one of his modes of conduct is Rav Chesed. He is abundant in kindness. He desires, so to speak, the good of his creations. And he wants them to be worthy and uh, meritorious to receive good from him. And this stems from God's perfection. You can't call someone perfect in goodness unless they are they they benefit others. Anyone who is a rational person knows this. Okay, so in other words, you, if God didn't want to benefit others, so to speak, then that would you he would be lacking in goodness. Goodness, uh, truly, someone who's truly perfected in goodness is is wants to bestow the goodness onto others. Okay, yeah. If you reminded me in the last sentence of the second part of that novel, and this reminded this idea also reminded me of. Um, we're doing with the Kasach and uh, Oh yeah. Now, like the problem just up to last week was that the Rambam says that someone's owned the Abba. Like one of the characteristics is that he like needs to give over. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that
um, I don't know where in Chelek he says it, but I know in the um, in uh, in the Sefer Mitzvahs uh, definition of Avos he says that. Uh, yeah, yeah, it could be that he uh, that that someone who loves God will will call everyone to just like if you love a person, you'll call everyone to their friendship. So if you love God, you'll call everyone uh, to. He says you'll call the simpletons and idiots to to know God. Those are the less language the Rambam uses. Okay, I don't think you tell that to the, the simpletons and idiots. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So okay. So great. So God wants us to benefit. Okay, and to be worthy of His good. Okay, the Akhar Haskamazo, after this accepted premise, Shiyadanu, that we, um, uh, Shiyadanu, Bechiyuv, Meirov, Shlemus Tuvo, Shechefta, Laharik, Alinu, Bim, Brachosav, that we know of necessity that out of God's abundance, per- perfection, uh, and goodness, he wants to empty out his Brachatas, not empty out like exhausted, but like pour it out to us. Nomar, we can say that the idea of a bracha is just a reminder to arouse our soul through the words of our mouth. Okay, so we are reminding ourselves that God wants us to be worthy to receive his good. Okay, he is the one who is blessed. He is blessed, and the blessed one encompasses all goods. Through this arousing our souls to good, and the, the focusing of our thoughts, to thank him, and to acknowledge that all goods are are found in him and he is the king over them to send them to whoever he wants we become meritorious in through this good action to draw the brachos down upon ourselves yeah yeah i was thinking this before because i didn't want to like as a word but i didn't want to say yeah we have a specific category of brachos yeah yeah Correct. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely true. Yeah, yeah. Um, and in fact, it's not even clear. Actually, I, or if we have time, I'll check the, the, the this out. Uh, you're you're referring to the Raman called Birkos Oda, or you're saying like a category, like yeah, like the like, category. Yeah, it's a it's a dispute in the in the Gersalus of the Raman whether they call it Birkos Hayura or Birkos Hodaya. I think. Okay. Well, I'll have to check that out. But, but you're right in principle. All brachos are, are hoda. Yeah, Isaiah? Um, so according to this idea of brachos, the saying the bracha not really have to do with the, like the context, like let's say the food or the, the benching that you're benching on. Like it sounds more like it's just making you think about like Hashem, like that Hashem is worthy of. Okay, so he is going to address that point in the, you want, he's going to address that point in the next paragraph. I actually think it's going to be more beneficial if we think about this concept before we get to the... He, right, he's not talking about particulars yet. Okay, so what is this new concept of bracha that he's telling us? Did anyone catch it? Yeah, I'll, I'll put it in Hebrew and English here. What are you doing when you're saying a bracha? So we've said, let's just contrast it with what we said yeah. first. We said that when you're saying a bracha, you are reminding yourself that God is the source of all blessings. Okay, and he's, he's also agreeing with that idea. But he's introducing the new idea. But it seems like it's supposed to arouse your soul to focus on thoughts you deeply acknowledge. Thanks, I know you can read now. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. no, but seriously, it's just really smart, like, uh, like, like bring us on to the right path in terms of, like, you know, like, sometimes, like, we can forget, you know, what our conversation That's definitely true, and it's a reminder, and it's it, it's rousing our souls. But I was going to say the reminder was like the good idea. 
Okay. Because like, yeah, we haven't used that terminology before. That's true. Like, as, yeah. As uh, let me give you a hint, though. Um, yeah, Isaiah. I mean, it sounds like we're making ourselves like receptacles with some kind of good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, so in other words, he, he his premise was God wants all of his creatures to be worthy of his blessings. How do we become worthy of his blessings? By making a bracha. Okay, in other words, let's take the all the uh, non-rational creations out there. Okay, so animals, what system do they get bracha through? Right, they don't have to recognize anything in order to get the bracha. Okay, we... Who can record, who have a telemelkim are not automatically worthy of God's brachos just by virtue of our biological existence. We become worthy of God's brachos through recognizing He is the source of good, and then we get the bracha. And the model that Sefer Chinuch uses for God's brachos all the time, he alluded to it before earlier when he talks about the shefa of uh, brachos from God. Uh, I'll use my own analogy: is like the Sefer Chinuch uh, treats God's bracha as a like an open faucet. Okay, so the faucet is open and there's water pouring out. All right. So in order to get the bracha from God, see, okay, in other words, like this, there's two models. Okay. <laughs> One model is I get brachos from God by turning on the faucet. That would be heretical because you can't change God. Okay, right? The the correct model is God's brachos are always flowing from him, but you have to put the cup under the faucet in order to receive them. How do you put the cup under the faucet? through reminding yourself that God is the source of all bracha, and then that makes you worthy to receive his brachos. Okay, so the bra- we call it a bracha because it is the vehicle of us becoming baruch, of us becoming baruch, of us becoming blessed. So a bracha is two things. It's an acknowledgement that God is the source of bracha, but bracha is the vehicle for making us worthy to receive the goodness from God. Yeah, Isaiah? Yeah. I mean, it seems weird in the framework of like other ideas I've heard about. Brachos, like for example, that making brachos, saying brachos is like a matir in order to like let's say eat food. Yeah, is like seen or like uh, that one. It makes sense. But yeah, like, I was gonna say that's like a great brachos, example, so right? Mazel, though, let's say where you're saying the brachos afterwards, like you already got the the blessing from Shem in terms of the food that you ate. Okay. But now, is there some other yeah. blessing you're receiving? So the, here's the thing, is that if your life ended after that meal, then you wouldn't really need any other, any other blessings, right? But presumably you're going to live and you're going to want more good, you know, right? So so that's really where it, uh, where you're, that's where the Nafkamin is in terms of being worthy of God's blessings, is we want God's blessings all the time, you know? And Bikas Mazen is the one mitzvah that he gave us to focus on this idea. And then Chazal exploded that in a good way of like making, uh, you know, dozens of more brachos, you know, to, to like have this in all areas. Yeah. Okay. So let me, let me just summarize the idea, make sure we're on the same page. Okay. So before today, what we said is saying a bracha is, uh, uh, acknowledging that God's the source of all brachos, or what did you say? Reframing the good that we get as coming from God. Yeah. Okay, that's one idea of bracha. Okay. okay, the other idea of bracha is God wants to do good for people. How do we know God wants to do good for people? No, that's not what he says. Because he's perfect. He's perfect and he's good. And that's why we say how tovah made you. God wants to do good. There's a problem though, which is God's only going to do good for people who are worthy of it. 
Okay, how do we know that? He didn't say that. We know from right that God will be merciful to those who deserve mercy. He'll be gracious to those who deserve grace. You okay? What is that? <laughs> isn't, isn't like chesed by definition something opposite? Uh, I didn't say chesed. I said tov. Yes, yeah, Talking about God doing chesed would be a different thing. Yeah, that would be a different thing. But God wants to do tov to, to people. And tov is in terms of, of um, what do you call? Uh, in terms of only those things that, that deserve it or that merit it. Well, I could do some good share of chesed. <laughs> nice. Well, yeah. Okay, fine. Let's, let's, let's go with this premise for, for now. Okay. So so the thing is, is how do we become worthy of God's tov? By saying a bracha, right? So the bracha is both an acknowledgement that God is the source of all blessing, but it's also the thing that gets us the good, makes us worthy of the good from him. And when we say the bracha, it's... When we say the bracha for ourselves so that we can merit the good. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So that we can merit the good. Now that we can merit the brothers, we can merit the good. Yeah, all, all the good that we have. Yeah. Uh, no, he's going to do that next. Yeah, Isaiah? Um, what is the good that we're referring to? What we're talking about? Oh, okay, good. I was hoping, I was hoping someone would ask this. So yeah. let's see. Do you want to say something else also or ask a question? Okay, let, let, let's now read the next paragraph. Okay, he says, The Akra Haskara Vahodazo Lafanov, after this remembrance of this recollection and uh, and grateful acknowledgement before him, then we ask from before him what we need. Now it sounds like he's talking about Shimon Esrei, right? Because he says, Das, O Slicha, Lavanusena, O Rafua, O Osher, Holdover. Okay, all of these 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 goods. Then also after the Bakash, we go back and we thank him uh, for this. Lomar saying, that, that this comes to us from him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's a different idea. He's saying, so he wasn't talking about this one Esther. He's saying, that's the idea of brachos that open and close with Baruch HaTashem. Right? So this we call it a Bracha Arichta, right? That Baruch uh, HaTashem, um, blah, 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 and then concluding Baruch HaTashem, et cetera, et cetera, right? Like, because of Mazen, for instance, right? Um, so why? He says, uh, this is the the opening and the closing. Lest we be like a servant who takes uh, a portion from his master and then runs off below Rishus without permission, uh, like he stole. Okay, yeah, Oren? I, I just wanted to say, um, just to be clear, I don't think, it, or do you think that the Sefer is necessarily arguing with the previous guy because no not at all no adding on no. to it. in fact he's just going to say he's going to say the same idea uh in the next paragraph I, I but mean, he, he's, he is adding a new idea that no one else has yet said everyone has said what we're doing vis-a-vis god when we say bracha but they haven't made the bracha the vehicle by which god gives good to us right and that's what he's focusing on yeah yeah tomorrow uh are you saying this is this paragraph is not about Shmona? It's actually not about Shmona Esrei, or it's just that that's an example of what it's talking about? Um, Shmona Esrei is an example. I mean, it is, he mentions the things we asked for in Shmona Esrei, but his <laughs> but his point though is to say this is why we begin uh, brachos with Baruch Hashem and then conclude it with Baruch Hashem. So it really applies to all cases of Baruch Arifta. You know, <laughs> not a ton of them. You know, brachos of Kriyashma, um, you know, or at least the first brachos of Kriyashma, first brachos of Shmona Esrei. You know, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. And the only the only reason why all the brachos of Shimon Esrei are not like that is because of the technicality of brachas mukhalachavirta. Right. 
Yeah. Well, it sounds like you, what does it sound like you're saying the tovas that we're talking about? The, the particular thing is that in in the in the text of the bracha that we're asking for, right, or that we're thanking um, him for. Like, being like so that we can recognize the twelve in that No, in other words, like this. Like when you okay, let, let's say uh, the bracha of Birchas Okay, so Alam Hazanes Alam So we're, the the subject of the bracha is sustaining us, right? Mm-hmm. Is sustenance, right? So so what he's saying is by recognizing that the God is the source of sustenance we are making ourselves worthy of his sustenance, of receiving his sustenance. Okay. Then in by recognizing that God is the source of Das, we are making ourselves worthy to receive Das from him. So the tov is that we're worthy to receive Das, we're worthy to receive the sustenance? The tov is the sustenance, the tov is the slicha, the tov is the tshuva, right? But the bracha is the means of making ourselves worthy to receive those tovos. Right. Right. And I assume that, like, he's going to say this in the next paragraph, but it's not just simply lip service that gets you this total. Right. You just, like, say the word. Right. It's the actual recognition of, of, of the good that makes you worthy of the good. I'm still trying, I'm still trying to difficulty understanding, like, like, how is us saying the rough one making us worthy of the total? Because worthiness as a human being is measured by knowledge of God and his ways. So when you break yourself out of this mode of where you're attributing all the good to yourself and saying, I deserve it or I'm the cause of it. And you recognize, no, God is the cause of it. You're, you're aligning yourself with the recognition of reality. And that makes you worthy of receiving these goods from God. And why does God give this all, all this stuff to people who don't recognize him? That's where Chesed comes in, right? Is that, that, that by and large, we're really like, like depending on Chesed, you know, but like, um, you know, it's uh, uh, we 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 want we want to be in line with where we deserve it. You so, know, so the so the tov is the subject of the bracha, but the I, well, the real tov is really understanding. Okay, I was I was hoping someone would say that also. The real tov is really the understanding it. So the, I I can't help but go to the Rambam because me, <laughs> um, uh, but the Rambam in Hills Chuva Periktes, okay, um, which is explaining how all brachas and flawless work. Which, if uh, I apologize, I don't want to apologize. I'm not going to. I'm never going to apologize for going to the Rambam Hilchos Tshuva. But um, this is a um, uh, so in Perak Ches of Hilchos Tshuva, he says that the ultimate good is Olam Hava. Okay, that's the real reward and the real punishment is Karis. But then he says uh, in Tes, Me'achar Shenodesh Shematam Scharan Shal Mitzvos Vatova Shneske La Im Shamrin Derech Hashem Kasa B'Torah Hi Chayel Ma'ba. Once we know that the real reward of the mitzvos and the good that that we merit when we keep the path of Hashem that's written in the Torah is Olam Haba, is life in Olam Haba. Shnemar, as it says, in order to benefit you and prolong your days. And we know that the vengeance that God takes from the Rashaim who abandon the ways of righteousness uh, that are written in the Torah is Kares. Shnemar says, says you that soul will surely be cut off in sin is with it. So notice, once you know that the real reward is Olam Haba and the real punishment is Karis, what, what are all these other things in the Torah that say that if you listen to God, then these good things will come to you, and if you don't listen to God, then these bad things will happen to you? All those things are in Olam Hazeh. So basically all the physical brachos in the Torah 
what are all those things if the real reward is Olam Haba? You got the question? Okay, good. I still haven't listened to that yet. Yeah, you got the question? One more time. Okay. In Perches, uh, the, the Ram says that the real reward is Olam Haba and the real punishment is Karis, right? So what are we saying in the second paragraph of Kriyashma and in the Tokacha and stuff? What about all these physical things that God gives us? If that's not the real reward, reward, then what are those things? I mean, because God says that's the reward also. It seems to be, right? Yeah. yeah so what are those things for? Mm-hmm. I mean, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Wait, look. Okay, they're vehicles. Yeah, okay, so that's what the Ram is going to say. Okay, but I want you to see it in the Ram's lesson. Uh, so all those things are true, were and are true. And when we keep all the mitzvahs of the Torah, we'll get all these good things. And when we violate them, then all these bad things will happen. Those goods are not the ultimate reward for the mitzvahs. And those bad things are not the ultimate punishment that we get for violating the mitzvahs. Here's how it works. God gave us this Torah as a tree of life. And anyone who does everything written in the Torah and knows it with a complete knowledge, he will merit life in the Olam Haba. And he'll merit Olam Haba according to the magnitude of his actions and his Chachma. Okay, that's a big question on the Rambam. How could, does that fit into the Rambam's metaphysics that your actions can get you Olam Haba? Okay, we'll leave that to the side. Um, and we're promised in the Torah that if we fulfill the Torah with joy and gladness of soul, and think about its chachma constantly, then he will remove from us all of the things that prevent us from doing it. Like sickness and war and starvation and all this other stuff. And like you said, uh, their vehicles, uh, enablers would be the right, uh, the, the, the more the facilitators. Enabler has a bad connotation. Facilitators. Um, he'll give us in abundance all these good things which enable us to fulfill the Torah. Uh, like being satiated in peace and, uh, and, and silver and gold. So I'm not going to read the rest of the Ramam, but he says the same thing for the punishments. So basically, it's like a scholarship. Okay, what's the idea of a scholarship? Is if you are a student who is very, very academically gifted. Okay, let's use academic scholarship. But you have to spend all of your waking hours working, you know, then it's going to take away from your ability to be involved in your studies. So an academic scholarship is we'll pay for your room and board and give you, you know, money so that you don't have to worry about those things so you can be fully involved in the real good, which is knowledge. Okay, so all the brachos in the Torah are scholarships, literally, right? That they're, that God provides us with all these things and removes all the bad stuff so that we can be more involved in Torah and get the real reward, which is eternal, which is knowledge, which will give us eternal life in Allah. Um, so the brachos are the good stuff? No, so, so, so what this is, okay, so what this is saying is, so the true bracha, okay, like in the, in the with capital that, is the knowledge okay but all these other brachos all the physical brachos are there to facilitate our pursuit of the true bracha okay and therefore going back to the sefer chinach he's talking about the brachos with the lowercase b right which is that that when we so in other words like this when you say because muslim you're getting <laughs> it's a two for one okay you're getting 
the real bracha, which is the knowledge of God that he is Hazan Esakol and and all that good stuff. But then as a result of recognizing that, God will provide you with sustenance and, and remove sickness and remove war and all this other stuff to allow you to further pursue the true good, which is knowledge. So it's a really good thing that he gave us brachos. And that itself is a bracha. Okay, yeah. So just, just, just in contrast a little bit. So what would our lives look like if we didn't have Good question. What would our lives look like if we didn't have the brachos? Yeah. Uh, okay, well, okay, well, here's the thing. Okay, so so first of all, we uh, we didn't have formalized brachos, except because of Mazon, right? But what's the source for bracha rishona in the Gemara? Svara. Okay, that's one of the cases where it says there's no pasuk, it's a svara that you say bracha rishon, right? So presumably, now I don't know what that meant practically, um, but presumably people were, you know, who were in tune with this would be Meshabeach or Kaddish Baruch before. And you have all the same as Chazal, anyone who, who is nenem ilamazeb lo bracha kilu ma'al, right? That if you derive benefit from this world without a bracha, it's like you're steal, you know, uh, stealing from Hektash or using Hektash, right? But um, what was the question you asked? Oh no, no, sorry. The, yeah, yeah. The question we were answering is, what would the world look like without uh, without brachos? Yeah. yeah, you have an answer, Oren? Or we have a separate question. No, okay. So, what would the world look like? It would look like exactly like this. I can read oh, it to you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Before uh, the uh, No, I'm going. <laughs> As if we need more excuses. What would it look like without bracha? It would look like this. Um, be careful lest you forget Hashem your God. This is in uh, Devarim 8.11 in Akiv. Uh, to not keep all the mitzvahs and mishpatim and chukim that I command you today. Pentocha v'savata, lest you be you eat and be satiated. Ubatim tovim tivne v'yashapta, and you uh, build how good houses and you you settle. Ubakarcha v'tzonucha yirbiun v'chesav zahav yirbela, and you will increase your flock and your li- livestock and your flock, and you'll increase gold and silver for yourself. V'choshalucha yirbin, everything you have will increase. V'ran levavecha v'shachachas Hashem lekacha, your heart will become haughty and you'll forget Hashem your God. Who takes you out of the took you out of the land of Egypt uh, from the house of slavery? Who took you through the whole midbar and gave you all that stuff? And you'll say in your heart, uh, "My strength and the might of my hand made me this wealth." Then God will destroy you. Okay, so that, that's what it would look like. So in other words, you will become a haughty, you'll attribute all the good to yourself, and then God will uh, will bring you upon you all the klalos, and then you'll you'll perish unless you remember God and do tshuva. It's a pretty bad thing, yeah, yeah. But the real, what's the real bad is that you're not recognizing reality, you know, and all of these things are just there to reinforce that and to get you back on track. Yeah, yeah, Oren? Why is it that for all the brachas that uh, the Sefer Achina talks about, that you get the good associated with that bracha? Why isn't it just that you just get the good that whatever, you know, is going to be given to you? Okay, you're actually correct. I, I actually uh, editorialized without realizing it. Really, you become worthy for all of his good, okay? But the reason why I focus on the specific is because it sounds like he's talking about brachos of bakasha for things that we need which does make it sound like it's on Ashwana S right now, right? That you, 
say, You praise God and recognize that he's the source of all knowledge. And then you ask him for the knowledge. And then you thank him for giving you the knowledge. So I, I, he, he's, he's saying, like, you know, um, when you do ask him for that, you really are only worthy of the thing you're asking him for after you recognize that he's the source of it. And that's how all the brothers of the Shimon Esri work. You acknowledge God as the source of the thing you're about to ask for. Then you ask for it. Then you thank him for giving it to you so you don't just like take it and run. Well, what I think what I'm asking though is why is it that you, that there's like, like I get schar for like, you know, knowledge and I get schar for Rafua and for Ashiris and all these other things. Why isn't it just like a general sahar that yeah. you get for? It's a good question. On the one hand, like, um, I th- I think you're right. Is that like in general, the more knowledge we get, um, then the more we're worthy for God's brachos. But you do see st- things like this in the mitzvahs. Like for example, um, the shir I gave on uh, well, it's not just shir I gave, but like I-, I recently talked about it in the Omer recently. <laughs> the um, uh, that we do. Um, have you lefani? What was the memory I'm looking for? I'm just Yeah, hold on. If you Lafani Omer. Isn't that the phrase? Let's see. Oh uh, yeah, here we go. Uh, it's uh well Ruben Bach who quotes it. Uh, so why does God say do uh, the water libations on Sukkot? So that he will bless you uh, with the rains for the year. Have you over the Pesach? Bring before me the Omer on Pesach. So that God will bless your produce in the field. Have you Bring before me the 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 two loaves on on Shavuos. Kedushis Barakalam Peros of Beilan to give you fruits of the tree. Okay, I don't know how that one lines up, right? So there does seem to be this idea that certain mitzvos are thematically calculated to get you reward in that same vein. You know, so I, I don't know how to reconcile that because um, what you're saying makes sense to me, Oren, but I'm seeing indications well, otherwise. It's like that. That seems to be like really in line with like Sefer uh, Kanaka uh, saying because like. It seems like at least in, in, in you know the seasonal aspect, yeah, things, like it was very easy to like you know be able to learn a yeah, there. So now like you need something every season to put you on the right track to point to Right, that's also true. There's the, the temptations are greater to fall into a vodazara or to fall into attributing it to your own efforts, and so you need a greater reframing. Yeah. And so, in other words, yeah. So in other words, like this. Strictly speaking, you're becoming worthy just by having the knowledge, but it's being expressed that this is the reward for this mitzvah because you're being pulled out of a trap yeah. and redirected towards the good in this area. That, that's, a, that's a good explanation. Uh, yeah, Isaiah? It seems a little like, uh, I don't know, like trivialized, trivialized, we think, but like, can you really become like worthy of all the good from Hashem just by like recognizing that Hashem is the source of that? Like, so what if you're like a huge, like, okay, you like, yeah, do all these averos and then you just recognize Hashem source of good and now you are worthy of all these, like, yeah. I mean, this is kind of one of those questions where, like, how do you integrate this with all of Scarva Onesh and uh, stuff? Great question. As Ryan Moss would say, it's above my pay grade, you know, yeah, for now at least. Yeah, tomorrow. Um, just in line with, I think, maybe what you're already saying, but towards what Oren is saying about like, do you really get a specific star for a bracha? Um, I think that 
you could say maybe partially, but not completely that, that if you recognize that Hashem is the source of a particular thing, then yeah. you're more likely to relate to it correctly when you get it. Ah, oh, that's good. That's good. Okay. And that actually segues into this next point, which is you see from this last part that you need an after check also. Like if you just praise God and recognize he's the source of it, and then you ask for it, and then that was it, there'd be a distortion. So he's saying you need to have a hoda'a afterwards to prevent you from running away like a thief. And running away like a thief, I think, is like, a, you know, again, like taking it for granted um, or, or or something like that, you know. And so like tomorrow's saying, like, you need to, you know, uh, you're going to be more likely when you get it to receive it in a good way. And you even have like a rock at the end for that. No, no, no. Because what he's saying is he's saying in, because Muslim is a good question, but he's saying, let's say in, Atahone, or let's say, I'm trying to think of an example of a bracha rikta that, like, uh, all right, but, um, yeah, but that's not really a bakasha. I'm trying to think of a bracha rikta that's a bakasha. <laughs> Can we think of one? I don't know. A hamapiel, right? Before you go to sleep. Um, well, the first one is, but it's not a bakasha, and all the other ones just don't have to do it because it's a brachas mukhlachavta. Let's do a mapiel, right? Um, so, uh, hilchos, uh, sefer ahava, hilchos tefillah, birkas konim, chapter seven. Because Torah is a good one, also. Yeah. Um, uh, Baruch Hashem Elokim Alam. So, that first one is recognizing that God is the source of good. And then what's the good that we're asking, that we're realizing a source for? Hamapil Chevle Shena Al Ainai, he places the cords of sleep on my eyes. Umir Lishan Bas Ain. So to Machlokas, we've shown him whether Chevle is uh, like like a like like a chaval, like a cord, or whether it's trembles. Yeah. Um, uh, because when you're asleep, you have, I mean, okay, if it's, to use modern terms, sleep paralysis. Oh. Right, you can't move in your sleep, you know. Um, it's like you're bound in chains. Oh. I think that's shot. Okay. I'll have to give it anyway. I mean, I move around my sleep apparently. So. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, whatever. So, so then omit this part. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, um, no, but there, there are other people. Oh, so then you would use the other ties that you shake around, like travails, you know. Yeah, okay. So the trails of sleep. Oh, merely shown boss ayin, and he illuminates the, the pupil of her eye. I forgot what that means. So here comes the the, the bakasha. This is a complicated example. Usher <laughs> Yatsar. Yeah, but do we have a bakasha in that? No, we don't have a bakasha in that. Yeah, let's do because of Torah. <laughs> right. Um uh we'll we'll use the uh the uh, Ashkenazic one. Let's fire for the for liturgy. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, wait. Oh, this is good Torah reading, right? How about that? Reading from the Torah. Um, Torah. Okay, here we go. This is a simple example. Baruch Atah Hashem Elokeinu Melech HaOlam. Okay, that's recognizing God as the source of good. Asher Bachar no, see, there's no bakasha here. Yeah, no, well, well, because of the first bakasha Torah. Where, where, where did they put the bakasha Torah in this thing? Shafrit and preparatory prayers. Thank you. Okay, Torah blessings. Okay. Uh, oh, did I skip it already? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, because they put it in two paragraphs. Okay. 
Baruch Atah Hashem Elokeinu Melech Olam. Asher Kiddushan B'Mitzvah B'Tivana Lasak B'Divrei Torah. V'harev na Adushem Elokeinu. Make sweet Hashem our God. Please make us sweet Hashem our God. As Divrei Torah Shabbat Fino, the words of Torah in our mouths. V'fi Amcha Beis Yisrael, and in the mouths of your people, the house of Israel. V'nihe Anachnu, and let us. Vetzetzainu and our offspring, Vetzetzeamcha, and the offspring of your your uh, your people, Beis Yisrael, the house of Israel, Kulano Yodeshmecha, all of them knowers of your name, Vlomene Torah Saka, and knowers of your Torah, Lishma, uh, for its own sake. Baruch Hashem Hamlavene Torah Lemo Yisrael. So the first, according to him, the first Baruch Hashem is recognizing him as the source of blessing, right? Then we we ask for the good of that blessing, and here it actually is the real good, right? Yeah. Uh, and 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 good argument from the Ramban saying it's the right, yeah, right, yeah. Uh, not that that's how we decided, but um, and then you this he's learning that this last one is a thanks to God for teaching Torah to his people Israel. So that that's so. In other words, I, I think I don't know about you. I tend to relate to the the brook at the beginning, the brook at the end, in the same way. He's saying you should relate to the first one as a shavah and the the last one, this the the end one as a hoda. Yeah. How do we get this because your question, yeah, you were asking, uh, how is this a uh, thanks? Oh, right, right, right. Okay, right, let's finish it up. Okay, he says, It turns out, according to this, uh, uh, the premise of this reason, she baruch toars. Now he goes into the idea that we said before that bracha is an adjective, it is a, uh, a, a giving thanks to him, that he encompasses, he contains all blessings. Oh, now he explains Yisbarach. Vloshan Yisbarach. Okay, this is a cool idea. What do we mean when we say Yisbarach? That he should bless himself. This is not blessed, is he? He should bless himself. God, yeah. Okay, right? So, Shanu Maskirim Tamishu Mispael, which is a reflexive, okay? Nomar, we say, Shahakavanabo, that the intent is Shanachnu Mishananim Elav. We supplicate before him. She he that it should be God's will, to bring about in the hearts or minds of his preachers, Leos that they be worthy to, to thank uh, before him to thank that everyone should thank him and praise him. So, in other words, when we say Yisbarak, we're saying we're asking God that he bring it about that everyone recognize him as a source of blessing. I, I don't think that's an addition. Well, the question is, what do you mean that God should bless himself? I understand for us blessing God, it means that we should recognize that God is the source of blessing. But God should bless himself? God should recognize he's the source of blessing? That doesn't make any sense. God knows he's the source of blessing. He doesn't need to bless himself. So his answer is, when we say Yisbarach, we're asking God to bring it about that all of humanity recognizes God as the source of all blessing. That all people recognize God as the source of all blessing. Yeah. So when you just say Baruch Hashem, that's just about you. You're recognizing that God's the source of all blessing. But when you say Yisbarach, then you're saying that God should bring it about that everyone should recognize him as the source of all blessing. And that'll be good for everybody. Okay. And then that he concludes, he says, this Zehu Pirush Yisbarach, this is the meaning of Yisbarach, really Yisbarach, right? Uh, not Yisbarach, Yisbarach is Aramaic, Yisbarach is Hebrew. Klomar, May be your will that all humanity ascribe blessing to you, umodim, and and give thanks. That from you everything extends outwards. And oh, and even more. And through everyone acknowledging this, then God's bracha will 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 come to the world. And 
his desire will be fulfilled that he wants to benefit everyone. So in other words, it's a, it's a chain. When we say Yisbarach, we're saying God may be your will that everyone recognize that you're the source of blessing. And when they do that, they'll all be worthy for your blessing. Then you will bless them. And then your desire to do, to be a Tova Metiv for everyone will be fulfilled. Yeah. Packs a lot of punch. And that will, his desire will, 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 that will fulfill the ultimate purpose of everything. Okay, and thus we have found some slight meaning even in the puzzling expression, Yisbarach. Okay, and that is the end of the Sefer there. Okay. So, so just to summarize, so God yeah. is perfect. Yeah. So therefore, he wants to do good to everyone. Yep. So, and because we know that... <laughs> We're, we're praying, we're saying he's brought so that everyone in the world can uh, realize that God's, I lost that. God is the source of all good, and then he'll be able to benefit everybody. Yeah, yeah. So it's interesting. We say I mean, again, I don't think about this, but you should view that as a bakasha for all humanity to get knowledge of God as the source of all goodness. You know? We say that in a lot of the do we say that one? Out loud as a seaboard in the Kaddish, we do, right? We definitely do it in the Kaddish. Uh, we, I feel like we say it in, in Yishtabach also, or, or in Berkos Krishma, somewhere in, in Chakris up there. Um, right, that is interesting. I mean, so according to his explanation, then there's no difference, right? It's all for all of humanity. Um, let me just see, just do a quick search. I know this is the Ramos Nusach, but it's easier to do a search on the whole page. So that's the Kaddish. Uh, Kaddish. Kaddish. Oh, that's it. There's only three of them. Okay, so uh, maybe Nusach has, uh, it has other stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, so um, I think that's a good place to stop for today. Um, I think I'm going to skip something. I think I'm going to go on to Atat next time. Okay, so I'll tell you the thing I'm skipping in case you want to look at it on your own, is we said that the source of the phrase Brukta Hashem is from the Pasuk Baruch Tashem Lamdeni Hukacha. Um, and, uh, and I think the Ibn Ezra. Oh, no, actually, this is a quick idea. I'll just say the quick idea. What's the source? Oh, actually, this fits in perfectly with what we said. Baruch Tashem Lamdeni Hukacha. Because I acknowledge or I give thanks, that you are the source of all blessing. Lamdeni Hukacha, teach me your statutes. That is the reward I seek from you. Okay, and uh, statutes here, at least according to the Ibn, uh, to the um, remember the Radak, hold that all these terms are interchangeable. So really, what you're doing is in every bracha, you're acknowledging that the true blessing is the knowledge itself, and then there, the secondary blessing is the thing that you're talking about in the context in the text of the bracha. So that that's the idea. That in other words, when you think you say Baruch, you remember it comes from Baruch Hashem Lamdeni Chukacha, which is acknowledging that the real bracha is learning. You know. And then you're going into the particular. So next time, the uh, the focus will be on Atta. Uh, and uh, and that will hopefully get into the idea of what is it, you know, people talk about how like davening is like talking to God. You know, I think we are going to have to get into that concept also because Atta is second person, right? You're addressing God. So I'll talk about that. Okay. Thanks for coming. Have a good night. Thank you. Thank you. All right. If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Rabbi Weiss. 
Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss, and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are mattschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbischneewas at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.